So if you've been the victim of a bad batch of boner pills, Wilson and Warren can help. Our expert product liability attorneys have seen and heard it all. We understand why it doesn't work anymore, and we can help you prove it's not your fault. Visit www.lifelesscock.com or call us 888-SOFT-PEEN. That's S-O-F-T-P-E-N. Welcome back, everybody. How you doing, goat? Good, good, good. Let's take a call. Sal from Queens. You're on with Tony and the goat. All right, there. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Uh, dilly dilly there, Tony. Dilly dilly right back at you, Sal. Dilly dilly to the goat, too. First time caller, long time listener. It's been a while since I was able to make phone calls without my parole officer. Yeah, one step at a time there, Sal. We're all doing our best. Ever since mom So, uh, but ordering it all the time is too expensive, you know, so I may just go on a hunger strike until either the Mets win the World Series or I get a girlfriend. What do you think, Tony? Uh, I'll hang up and listen, but I just wanted to say this show is literally the only thing I have going for me right now. Thanks, Sal. Hey, call up Mario's Pizzeria on Main Street and ask him for an 18-inch. Half pepperoni, half meatball and onion, because you're probably going to die of malnourishment before the Mets win a series with this pitching staff. Thomas is no outpitch. Gonzalez is Cutter doesn't cut, and Tillman Sinker doesn't sink. The bullpen belongs in a pig pen, because they're swine that throw like girls. Fat ones with skid marks on their panties and mustaches on their labias. Kill yourself, Sal. Nobody would find the body for weeks, and the Mets still don't have anyone who can play short. You're listening to Bricolage. Truth. Comedy. Politics with your host, Lev. On this episode of Bricolage, we'll hear about some new television shows and chat with my friends Bev and Ash over some rose in a segment I'm calling Rose, the Riveting Conversation. Plus, trivia with Josh Ellis. But first, sponsors. This episode of Bricolage is brought to you by Clinton Hill Simply Art Gallery, just east of Classen on Myrtle Avenue. Your memories deserve the very best, so take them to LB at Clinton Hill Simply Art Gallery. Also by middle-aged men applying chapstick. Ladies, who says birth control has to cost a lot of money? Middle-aged men making Kardashian face should be all you need. And finally, by Murder Me Instead, the hard-hitting, badass, rockin' new album from Lincoln, Nebraska's only pro-life Christian metal band, Transvaginal Ultrasound. Just like a newly fertilized embryo, metal lives. Time for Brickleage Trivia with Josh Ellis. And now here's the question. Unsurprisingly, Google is the most visited website in the world. Which websites, which are also based in the U.S., rank second and third, respectively? Once again, Google is the most visited website in the world. Which websites, which are also based in the U.S., rank second and third, respectively? 
This fall, Tuesdays on NTV are incredible. Out with the old and N with the brand spanking new. First, at 8, 7 central, Delilah Washington and Missy Beauregard star in the series premiere of Mother, May I? Mother, may I? Uh-uh. Child, you are not leaving the house looking like that. The only member of this family who allowed to leave the house looking like that is Uncle Remus. Next, at 8.30, you can't afford to miss television's most popular accounting comedy, Cheapskate. Starring Peter Diamond as Solomon Goldstein, an accountant so tight, African-American schoolchildren think he's cooler than ice. I have some very good news. I think you may be eligible for a Section 165 losses deduction. Great. Can I leave? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the IRS stands for Internal Revenue Sexy, hey? My guests on this episode of Bricolage are Ashley and Bevan. They are old friends of mine who both work in advertising. To be clear, they're not old. I've just known them since I was in college, and I am old. But they're both lovely and timeless, with class coming out the ass. Bricolage trivia alert, Bevan and I used to do improv comedy together, and you might recognize her voice from the WJIZ sketch in episode three and the Stoner charity sketch in episode four. In any event, on a random weeknight many months back, a proverbial school night, if you will, we all got together over a few bottles of rosé in Bevan's old West Village studio apartment to talk about love and life and everything in between. Like the wine, the conversation was sparkling. What is your first memory of love? Oh my goodness. Loaded. I, um, this isn't a memory. It's a false memory where I recall a video recording in my family, but I will tell you that this is the earliest I understand what love is, but it's from an adult perspective. It's just a caveat. When I was, like, one, I was, like, big, fat, green-eyed, like, stumbling towards my dad in a recording. And he was like, hey, baby, hey. And I was like, hey, you know, like, super eye contact That was your one-year-old voice? Well, you know, not speaking because I was, like, a child and not, like, human yet. Like, alien still. But it was, like, everything was, like... What do you think about this? What did you, like, what do you, like, it was very much like, what's going on in your mind? And the whole inquiry was so both tantalizingly intriguing to me as a one-year-old, but also as a 30-something-year-old, where I was like, we are both equally as perplexed by your interest in our internal mental state, given the circumstance. And, I, and that, to me, was my first memory. You had, like, adult respect at the age of one. Like, that feeling of, like, simpatico. Yeah, I was That's like... amazing. Yeah, I was like... I, well, you know, at least, like... At least I'd like to imagine I did. And it was like a love of, like, oh, this is what a man... How a man treats you. They, like, they like love to know what's happening inside. You just told the story about your dad. So well, I'm just saying, like, I'm on. also okay. a sexual person. Yes, so absolutely. Good to have the, that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you got the right foundation, which is the emotional part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I, I'm one of those people who, like, mistook physical love... 
for real love for a long time. Really? Why? Not like in, a, in an abusive, bad way. <laughs> no, like, no. not at all. I just didn't know. What is the difference between lust and love? No, it's not like a pop quiz where there's a right answer. There it's is. just that it's multiple choice. Lust is a quick up and a quick down kind of burn that's not really there. It's not it's not the right support system. It doesn't have longevity in that way. It can because I've cared about people that I lust after too. Like I end up actually emotionally caring for them. But that's why it was confusing. But it didn't really have the right foundation. I can't even think like I am so so integrally trot tied to both things like I can't I don't lust after anyone that I'm not like what's your mind doing like what are you uh, like I, I don't want to just so okay let's flip the question not just physical it's a tricky thing because sometimes they're I interconnected can, to you the person you love you have to lust after too I always lust after who I love they're so tied but occasionally one comes before the other for you you've had examples where I feel like Ashley's asking leading questions. <laughs> well, am I telling and the story? Is there, and what about... Okay, when I think about... What about Derek, that one time? Some guys you, like, wanted to bang and you did first, and then you got to know them well, probably, and some guys you got to know well, why really well. Why base it off knowing me? I don't know what the fucking difference is. I really don't. I don't either. Like, I fucking want to bang who I'm in right, love with. Right, exactly. I'm in love with who I want to bang. I mean, do the question Chicken is, egg. do you want to bang... Someone you don't really care about. I mean, honestly, yeah, no. sometimes. Oh, yeah, like I would do it. Listen, I would do it, but it's mostly not about like it's gone. Like yeah, almost not nothing emotional. to do with them. Like they're just fucking vehicles. That's like half of how men have sex. That was how this conversation men, yeah. started. Men, you guys said I men, think men fall harder than women. She's right. My mom always told me that. And, it's and what because does that mean? Women are more empathetic. Oh, we feel all the time. So and it means we love everybody and we love everyone all the time. I'm sure the woman the who came up with this argument in 1953 would agree with you. No, we just came up with it now. tell me what it means now. I don't Connects know. with our bodies now, so don't undermine it. That no, men it's, it's, fall okay. harder than women connects yeah. with your bodies now. I'm not reporting percent men fall harder than women. It no. is a fact. If men, men do not fall, women fall all the time. Yeah. And our hearts women are know broken how to fall. constantly. But mm. when a man falls, it is a rare dire. circumstance. Dire. When, when a does, man falls in love, it's a rare no, circumstance. No, he breaks his heart. Yes. It's, it's terrible. Hold it on is. a second. It is a very rare Women mean, break their heart weekly. First weekly. off, friends. I assume we're moms, only talking I sisters. assume we're only talking about cisgendered men. Do gay yeah, men yeah. not Wait. fall? I mean, we're not okay. talking about gay men right now, okay? Can we take one moment of my life without talking But about if you want to have a gay tangent, I have an interesting topic, and it okay, has to do with body maintenance. Okay, go. It's a quick side tangent. The only people that maintain their bodies are those that are interested in men. So, like, straight women and gay men, but lesbians and straight men don't give a fuck what's going You're on with so the hair right. and the whatever. You're so... So it's like we're all like. Is that true that lesbians don't care about hair? That's the stereotype, right? There's a lot of hot lesbians out there who shave. So if I see a woman on the street who does not have like a fresh blowout, she's a lesbian. No, that's not what I'm I'm saying. I'm saying if you see, you have to explain hair to men. Okay, you don't understand. There's armpit hair. There's leg hair. There's bikini hair. There's the haircut. Let's. There's facial hair. There's all types of hair. And there's. All yeah. types of things that women maintain that you don't even know about. You don't even Tell know. me more about that. And lesbians are cool enough to not give a fuck because they get they each care. other, so they stop caring. You're so right. But this is the smartest but thing women who are like 
interested in men, like, no, they have to care. And then men who are interested in men also realize that they better shape up for their man. And that's why gay men look amazing. But men who are interested in women are the ones who don't really, you know... Yeah, they they maintain they men they give never give a shit about what no they hair trim but they don't like go to lengths you oh, know male like, like they don't get grooming? laser hair removal and shit in Europe they do straight men straight men is that in the Europe government pays for their... it well that's lovely <laughs> I wish spoken I spoken like there. a true Connecticut uh, please a true Greenwicher. All of our ancestors are Greenwich European, let's be real. Gren- Greenwich witch? Oh, what is it? Now you're giving Greenwich? my address away? Jesus. 132 Elm Street. Also, kids at work now say, they say that's Gucci, meaning we're all good. What? It's Gucci. Yeah. They say it's Gucci in email. Oh, it's you mean Gucci. it's overpriced and made in Europe? That's what I should <laughs> respond. Oh my God, I'm using that next time. With Josh Ellis. The question was, Google is the most visited website in the world. Which websites, which are also based in the U.S., rank second and third, respectively? The websites were actually founded within a year of each other. In 2005, YouTube came along. The year before that, the third-ranked website, Facebook, was created. At 9, 8 Central, you've watched them grow older and cared for them as the actors playing them grew shriveled and senile. Be there this December when America says goodbye for the final time to the hard-living cops on Peoria Police. This is it, huh? This is how it ends. Just protecting, serving, and drinking some beers. And hold on to your love handles because this surprise ending is unbelievable. Hello, Charlie dead. Hello, Charlie dead now. Uh, uh, 187 in progress. Repeat 187 in progress. All officers to the mint overpass. 187, let's roll. Gotta stop by my place first. Pick up my badge. But don't go to bed yet because at 10 9 Central, America's favorite game show phenomenon continues. It's the race to racism. And how does that make you feel? Look, I know what you're trying to get me to say. Oh. What's that? That the guy was African American, but he was black. Well, was he? It's not important to me. I honestly don't remember. He didn't have a memorable face? No, not really. Nothing familiar. So he just looked like every other black guy. Is that what you're saying? What do you think is the single coolest thing about falling in love? Uh... Like, okay, I, that's such a great question. And it, like, like literally fills me with warm water joy. The idea of all the things that you absolutely are so silly blissful and looking at another human being and sharing it with them is so cool. Like, hey, remember, like, do you ever just, like, get naked and run into warm water? Like, 
this person might too. Or like, do you ever just get like so emotional about eating the right kind of quesadilla? Like this person might too. <laughs> you know? like, what is the right kind of quesadilla? <laughs> I mean, basically begging the question. <laughs> Honestly, like, the, like I genuinely mean this, the quesadilla you eat with the right person. Like oh. I could say like, I could say like chicken cheese is specific, but like there's such a fucking, it's such a falsity. Like, it's so, like, the person that you look at, and you're like, do you love this, too? Like, And they're like, yes. And you're just like, yes. And it's the best. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. There's literally nothing better in the world. You earlier were talking about how men fall harder than women. Yeah. And after what you just said, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, well, to clarify, Ashley said that, but... Yeah, that bitch (laughs) Ashley. She's gone now. (laughs) Now that we can talk smack about her. No, my mom always said that. We should call her on the podcast right now. (laughs) I have to say, my mom always said that, and I I do agree. I think men are so... They're so simple, and, like, it's, like, so hard for us, because... I mean, the amount we analyze and oversynthesize and recollate and, like, I, you know, like, make up words. To Sorry, we're just dialing up Ashley. Oh, okay. Don't stop. I would just say that I adore them. Hello? Hi, Ashley. How are you? Um, we're here with uh, Bevan. You want to say hello, Bevan? Hey, hey, Bobo. And Ashley, um, we were just talking about how you said, Ashley, you said that men fall harder than women. They do. I do think that men fall a little bit harder when they fall than women, and it's because women fall more often and they know how to fall. So it's more sad when men fall and break their hearts. That's true. She's right. But listening to Bevan all night long certainly sounds like women fall pretty hard, huh, Ash? Absolutely. But do we know the other side of the story? Because it sounds like somebody's tortured, and it's the man. Yeah, he might be a fucking mess. That's true. How many? How he many? He also may be watching sports right now and not giving the rat's ass. But that's true. We don't know. He might be watching sports. How do you? Do you girls get out much? <laughs> oh no, my I goodness. mean, he literally. I was just watching. I'm watching a romantic comedy right now while I ate my dinner. Ten. Uh, what is it? How to lose a guy in ten days. And she pretends to hate sports, and all he wants to do is watch the sports game. And he really could care less about her being a drama queen. And so that's why I just riffed off that stereotype that he just is watching sports and really not thinking about women right now, maybe. But he's also probably, like, totally pining after Bevan. Uh, You know how to lose a conversation in ten minutes is to talk about that movie. I'm sorry. I was sitting on that one. Oh, I already regret it. I already regret picking up the phone, to be honest. (laughs) But wait, Bevan, keep keep saying what you were saying, though, about about why you agree with Ashley, but you also disagree with her. No, first of all, Ashley's on the phone. She's busy. She doesn't care about our fucking podcast. She's living her life, so get Why do you think, Bevan, that... Who do you think falls harder, men or women? No, I completely agree with Ashley. I said that. We f- we are always like, hi, hi, hi. And they're like, who, what, where? And then We're used when, to it, right? Yeah, and then when they fall, they're like, 
I'll literally die for you. I don't know why. I don't even have con- like clear thoughts about why or I'm thinking about you, but I'm just like arbitrarily going to decide to spend my life like in, in adherence to your the rules of your world. And I don't know what right. that but means. We're stronger humans because we feel that on a regular basis. Oh my god, every day it's like I would rather drown than not smell you. You know. Do you guys think maybe part of the problem might be that you keep dating prison inmates? <laughs> I mean, what what would you say, love? Like, do you think guys don't fall at all? Like, is that what you're gonna say? I don't think it's true that guys don't fall, but I also think that like men fall harder. It's like just like a like a dated aphorism that like fucking old wives like whisper to each other while they like play play canasta but, and like but did you yeah, listen but to our thinking come from somewhere that the grandmas talk about over bridge they certainly do and and nobody understands the youth better than the bridge playing game absolutely and the canasta that's that was my take on it but i mean i don't really know it just it to me it just sounds like a, a thing that people say that like People just say blood is thicker than water. Like, it's just something well, people is. say. That's not really true, though. Plenty of people don't speak to their family and okay. can't t- okay, stand yeah. talking to their families, you know? I guess I meant scientifically, but you're right. You're right. Honestly, family is important in a different way than friendships are, even though friendships can be way stronger than your relationship with your family. I don't know if stronger you know? is the right word, but... For sure. Different. Yeah, but it is stronger. It's, uh... It's different. It's, like, organically supportive. Not really supportive in real life, but, you know. My friend's mom was, um... She was, uh... Uh... She was adopted. So when my friend was born, her mom told her, like... Well, maybe not at that moment, but, like, at some point, her mom told my friend, you were the first person I ever met who I was related to. Oh, my God. It was her own child? Yes. That's so interesting. Wait, but what about this men men fall harder than women thing? So I was saying you know like, oh, it's like it's my perception. I don't know if it's and true. it's Bevan's perception also. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. It's my 100%. perception because I feel worse for. I think men when they actually commit their heart, take it very seriously, and women are much more. They can imagine more things and love more people. It's actually less exclusive probably because women love their friends, their parents, their. I mean, okay, men love their pants. That's not what I meant. <laughs> when a man emotionally commits, it's serious for him. And I think women emotionally commit to a lot of yeah, people. I like, agree. it's not physical. It's just, a, like, it's an emotional thing. I don't think men emotionally give men themselves always, up. Um, men don't express themselves emotionally to their guy friends. They don't. I totally am aligned with you. I think, like, I love men, like, with my entire heart. But they don't have a clue. And, like, we, we're passionate beings. We look, we fall in love with lips, with eyes, with moments and commentary. And we articulate it to one another and to them. But when there's a man and he decides that this is my person, they're very particular. My dad, when my, like, when he lost my mom, like, he had no one, he would not talk to my brothers. He only could talk to me. And I'm like, why? It's like, he's like, I can't show weakness to other men. And I'm like, so you can bitch to me all day about, like, being lonely and dating and all this shit that you've talked to me about, but you can't tell my brothers because that'll make you look weak. And I think that's why men, like, really invest in female relationships. They're one female relationship. Whoa. Honestly, that sort of kills me, but... That's re- First off, that's really depressing. Not your father. Uh, I don't mean it like that. The I theory. mean, like, the theory is really depressing. No, my little brother's the one who pointed it out to me. He's like, men aren't allowed to, like, appear that 
emotionally vulnerable in front of other men, so they like. Well, it's not. It's not all men. It's men of that generation. My dad's the same way. But do you think you love express? Okay, maybe you're a special person (laughs) because you're like you bond with every human. But if you will, you tell a guy friend like I'm really bummed today. I'm really down. Whatever. No. Will you like pretend it's better? And then tell your girlfriend that you were really down today. I don't know. I don't really talk about being down all that much. I know, because you're never down, so it was a bad example. No, that's not true. I'm definitely down often. Everybody is. Party of Dave Brubeck's Take and Ben Folds five episodes. Can you believe it? These things are coming faster than a high school sophomore. Do you have strong opinions on love or lust or the things your mom always says? What's the right kind of quesadilla? Email podcastbricolage at gmail.com and tell me how you feel. This has been Bricolage, created and hosted by Lev. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. Theme song, sponsor song, and trivia song written by Alex Schiff. Special thanks to Kissing Sisters. Creative Commons attribution credits are in the text description of each episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a good review on the internet. And if you didn't, then try talking to your therapist about it. Maybe this is the week you finally solve all of your problems. Peace.